the gospel according to John chapter 6, verses 5 through 13, Juan capítulo 6, el 5 al 13, and if you see some page numbers on the screen there, those are tied to some Bibles in the back. If you need a Bible, you can grab it. That'll get you there. La página indica donde está el texto en las Biblias atrás. And on this anniversary Sunday, I want to read this, this story first in English and then in Spanish and, and then uh, go from there. Vamos a leer este texto primero en inglés, después en español. This is the good news. This is the gospel of our Lord. Las buenas noticias de nuestro Señor. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, eight months' wages would not buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up, here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and the men sat down, about 5,000 of them. Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. Cuando Jesús asó la vista y vio una gran multitud que venía hacia él, le dijo a Felipe, ¿Dónde vamos a comprar pan para que coma esta gente? Eso lo dijo solo para ponerlo a prueba, porque él ya sabía lo que iba a hacer. Ni con el salario de ocho meses podríamos comprar suficiente pan para darle un pedazo a cada uno, respondió Felipe. Otro de sus discípulos, Andrés, que era hermano de Simón Pedro, le dijo, aquí hay un muchacho que tiene cinco panes de cebada y dos pescados, pero ¿qué es esto para tanta gente? Hagan que se sienten todos, ordenó Jesús. En ese lugar había mucha hierba, así que se sentaron y los varones adultos eran como cinco mil. Jesús tomó entonces los panes, dio gracias y distribuyó a los que estaban sentados todo lo que quisieron. Lo mismo hizo con los pescados. Una vez que quedaron satisfechos, dijo a sus discípulos, recojan los pedazos que sobraron para que no se desperdicie nada. Así lo hicieron, y con los pedazos de los cinco panes de cebada que les sobraron a los que habían comido, llenaron doce canastas. So, Anniversaries, of course, are about remembering, and they're about looking back. Los aniversarios se trata de recordar y mirar hacia atrás. And of course, that's what we've been doing here this morning, uh, today, looking back on 20 years of Sunrise Community Church. Hoy celebramos 20 años de esta iglesia, and we're looking back. We're, we're remembering things, and what a ride it's been. We've been laughing, we've been crying, we've been, you know, having fun, thinking about what an adventure this has been. Ha sido una gran aventura. I mean, look at how many things have happened. You know, so many people have been involved in this ministry. So many people have contributed to this ministry. So many people have been touched by this ministry. Tantas personas han sido involucradas y han contribuido a este ministerio, han sido tocadas. There's been a lot of achievements and a lot of milestones that we've been looking at. Ha habido muchos logros. And along the way, there have been obstacles and there have been challenges and dangers. 
uh, failures, yes, there have been failures, and hard times. There have been all of that. Hemos tenido también fracasos y problemas y obstáculos y peligros, etc. But it's in the nature of anniversaries to, to look back. That's what we do. You know, we look back and we say, look how far we've come. Mira, hasta aquí hemos venido. Look how many churches we've been able to plant and to be a part of planting. Look at how many ministries we've been a part of. Look at how many leaders we've been able to raise up. Uh, look how many lives have been impacted. Miren cuántas iglesias hemos plantado, cuántos líderes hay, cuántas personas impactadas. How far have we come? Hasta donde hemos llegado? We, we've come a long way by the grace of God. Hemos llegado lejos por la gracia de Dios. We've come this far by faith. Hemos llegado aquí por la fe. And of course, we give thanks. We give praise to God for all of that, for him keeping us over these last 20 years. Damos gracias a Dios por su fidelidad. And, and as we said before, it's about God. To God be the glory. That's why we're looking back and remembering a Dios sea la gloria. But anniversaries are not just about looking back and, and, and remembering. I believe that anniversaries are also about anticipating and looking ahead. En los aniversarios también anticipamos y miramos hacia adelante. And in this scripture this morning, there is a question that I think is the kind of question that is often asked on anniversaries. Hay una pregunta que es como las preguntas que se hacen en los aniversarios. And that question is the question that Andrew presents to Jesus in verse 9, where he says, how far will they go among so many? Dice Andrés, ¿qué es esto para tanta gente? O es decir, ¿hasta dónde llegará esto? How far will they go? How far will we go? How far will Sunrise Community Church go? How far will we go in 20 years? Hasta donde llegaremos? Hasta donde llegaremos en la iglesia comunidad amanecer en 20 años? That's the kind of question that's looking forward. And although it might be natural to ask that kind of question on an anniversary, how far will we go? I think there's another question in this text that is way more important for us to look at. Hay otra pregunta más importante aquí. And the second question I believe, holds the key for our future as a church and as individuals. Es una pregunta clave para nuestro futuro. But before I look at that second question, I want to go back to this first question. How far will they go? Because I've obviously taken it out of context. I'm not, uh, I've kind of pulled that out. Uh, esta pregunta la he sacado de su, pregunta so, de su contexto. So I want to go back and I want to kind of set the scene here, the context of Andrew's question. As we know, Jesus and the disciples are over by the Sea of Galilee. Jesús está con los discípulos en el mar de Galilea. And the word begins to get out that Jesus, this miraculous healer from God, this teacher from God is coming near and people flock from all over the place by the thousands to this place. Corre la palabra de que Jesús es sanador, está cerca y multitudes se congregan and they're all together there. And it says in John chapter 6 verse 4 that this was on uh, the eve of the Passover feast. This was near the time of the Jewish Passover. Está cerca de la Pascua Judía. In other words, the people of 
of that time were getting ready to celebrate an anniversary. They were getting ready to celebrate the anniversary of Israel's founding, of Israel's deliverance from Egypt. Estaban por celebrar el aniversario de Israel, de su liberación de Egipto. And when you have anniversaries, what do you have? You have food. We're going to do that today, right? You always got to have a big party. And so they were getting ready for this Passover feast, this, this, this party. But Here we find in John 6, there's a logistical problem. Actually, it's more along the lines of a logistical nightmare. Aquí tenemos un problema, un problema de la logística, and it's described by Philip, the disciple, in verse 5. Philip says, eight months' wages would not buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Ni con el salario de ocho meses podríamos comprar suficiente pan para darle un pedazo a cada uno, respondió Felipe. And then it's at this point that we find Andrew stepping up with his question in verse 9. Después llega Andrés. And Andrew says to Jesus, Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two fish. But how far will they go among so many? The five loaves and two fish. How far will they go? Aquí un muchacho que tiene cinco panes se va de dos pescados, pero ¿qué es esto para tanta gente? ¿Hasta dónde va a llegar? A? Va, va a llegar esto. How far will these five loaves and two fish go? Literally it says, what are these five loaves and two fish before all these people? What are five loaves in comparison to five thousand men and their families que son cinco panes ante cinco mil hombres y sus familias now we could simply say that Andrew's being realistic here el realista he's looking at what he has and he's looking at what is needed and he's seeing a massive gap el ve una brecha entre lo que tiene y lo que se necesita Five loaves, two fish before 5,000 families. That's like a drop in the bucket. Actually, more like a drop in the ocean. Cinco panes son como una gota en el océano de la necesidad que se presenta aquí. Andrew's being realistic here. Can't blame him for that. But we must also recognize something else. Andrew is being realistic in the presence of Jesus. La realista en la presencia de Jesús. He's coming to Jesus and he's bringing to Jesus this logistical nightmare. He's bringing to Jesus this gap. He's bringing to Jesus this challenge. He's bringing to Jesus this problem. Él pone y expone Jesús esta brecha, este problema de la logística. And it's in the light of Jesus presence that this question then begins to take on a different meaning a la luz de Jesús tiene otro significado esta pregunta how far will they go how far will five loaves and two fish go hasta donde llegarán cinco panes y dos pescados the answer is only Jesus knows solo Jesús sabe in fact that's exactly what it says in verse 6 he already knew He already knew what he had in mind to do. Ya sabía Jesús lo que iba a ser. So Andrew is being realistic, but he's also bringing his real circumstances before Jesus. 
And in bringing those real circumstances to Jesus, he is exercising faith. Atrae sus circunstancias a Jesús, él ejercita la fe. And it's here then that we see Jesus do what Jesus always does. He steps into the gap. Jesús se mete en la brecha. Verse 11, Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted? What? And he did the same with the fish. Jesús tomó entonces los panes y los gracias y distribuyó a los que estaban sentados todo lo que quisieron. ¿Qué es esto? And when they had all had enough to eat, how's that? They had enough to eat? What are you saying? He said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Are you kidding me? Leftovers? Let nothing be wasted. Una vez que quedaron satisfechos, dijo a sus discípulos, recojan los pedazos que sobraron para que no se desperdicie nada. And so they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. Así lo hicieron con los pedazos de los cinco panes de cebada que sobraron a los que habían comido llenaron 12 canastas. They gathered up a whole basket full for every single disciple to take home. Cada discípulo tenía su canasta. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Five loaves and two fish won't go very far in the face of 5,000 men and their families. Cinco panes, dos pescados no llegan lejos ante cinco mil personas. But five th uh, loaves and two fish in the hands of Jesus will go far enough and then some. Cinco panes en manos de Jesús llegan a la meta y más allá de la meta. As I said before, the key question here is not how far will they go. La pregunta clave no es hasta dónde llegarán. That's not the key question in this text. The key question is the question that Jesus himself asks at the very beginning in verse 5. Es la pregunta que hace Jesús en el 5. Jesus says to Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? ¿Dónde vamos a comprar pan para que coma esta gente? Where shall we get bread? ¿Dónde vamos a conseguir pan? And he asks that question already knowing the answer. Where do you go to get enough bread? Where do you go to get what you need? Where do you go to fill the gap? Where you go is to Jesus. ¿A dónde vas para llenar la brecha a conseguir pan? A Jesús. And then verses later in John 6:33, Jesus says, I'm telling you the truth. It is not Moses who gave you the true bread that came down from heaven. Moisés no les dio el pan que bajó del cielo. You know that manna stuff? It came down. The Israelites ate it. But what happened? They got hungry again. They needed more. It had to keep coming down. It wasn't enough. Moisés les dio maná, pero no era suficiente. You you kept being hungry. It's not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven. I tell you, it's my father who's given you the true bread from heaven. Mi padre les dio el verdadero pan del cielo. And here's the true bread from heaven. It's the one who comes down to give his life for the world. His life is enough and then some. Es el que bajó del cielo para dar su vida al mundo. 
And then in John 6.35, Jesus says, here's the deal. I am the bread of life. Yo soy pan de vida. He who comes to me will never be hungry. He who believes in me will never be thirsty. El que a mí viene nunca, más, nunca pasará hambre. El que en mí cree nunca más volverá a tener sed. Come to me. You won't be hungry. Believe in me. You'll never thirst. Vengan a mí, no tendrán hambre. Crean en mí, no tendrán sed. Coming to Jesus and believing in Jesus are connected here. It's one and the same. Venir a Jesús y creer en Jesús son la misma cosa. See, it's not what we have or who we are that matters. It's who we go to that counts. Lo importante no es qué tenemos o qué hacemos, más bien a quién iremos. Who will we go to? We started Sunrise 20 years ago. I don't know if you guys remember me saying this. I said it maybe a time or two. 20 years ago, I said, if we as a church could just bring to Jesus, just come to Jesus with our ordinary lives, our ordinary lunch, so to speak, what could he do with that? If we were just willing to come with our ordinary lives, he could take that and he could go out and reach and touch and transform. Why, he could even do uh, something like touching and transforming 5,000 families. He did it once. He could do it again. Si pudiéramos llegar a Jesús con una vida ordinaria, es decir, un almuerzo ordinario, él podría tocar a 5,000 familias. So how far have we come? In 20 years. In 20 years, have we seen 5,000 families transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ? Hemos visto la transformación de 5,000 familias? We got to be honest. Not quite. Right? Not quite. No hemos llegado a esa meta. Well, how about in another 20 years? Could we in 20 years see 5,000 families transformed? Podríamos ver eso en 20 más años? Maybe, maybe not. A lo mejor sí, a lo mejor no. But you see, the key question to ask is not, how far will we go? That's not the key question. La pregunta no es, ¿hasta dónde vamos a llegar? The key question is, where will we go? ¿A dónde iremos? Will we go to our own resources? Will we go to our own intelligence? Will we go to our own ideas, to our own efforts, to our own capacities, our own wisdom? Or will we go to Jesus? Iremos a nuestros recursos o a Jesús? You see, how far sunrise goes in 20 years will not depend on who we are or what we do or what we have. It will depend on where we go, whether we go to Jesus, who is unlimited, or to our own limited resources, whether we put our faith in him or in ourselves. Depende a lo que vamos en 20 años, depende si, si vamos a Jesús o no, si ponemos la fe en nosotros o en él. Centuries ago, the French philosopher Pascal said something that's impacted me over the years. He said, here's the deal. All faith, 
All faith is either in Adam or in Christ. Those are the two directions you can go. Toda la fe o la ponemos en Adán o en Cristo. Either you are trusting in your own or in some other human source or resource which is limited. Either you're trusting in Adam or you are trusting in the one who is unlimited. Jesus Christ. O confías en tus recursos o en las de Cristo. I remember saying 20 years ago that if we, if we work really hard and if we just really make a great effort and we are successful in that, if we manage to have an awesome church and all kinds of ministries and all kinds of great fruit coming out of that, and if we are successful by our own blood, sweat, and tears at the end of it all, what do we have? We have a monument to human achievement. We have a monument to faith in Adam. Who cares about that? How far does that go? Si nosotros por nuestros esfuerzos logramos tener el éxito, aun si tenemos el éxito, fracasamos. Even if we're successful under that definition, we have failed. But if we go to Jesus doesn't matter how far we go matters how far he wants to go if we go to Jesus with our limited abilities and our limited capacities and our limited knowledge and our limited everything the Bible tells us in, in Ephesians 3:20 that our God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that's at work in the church and in Christ Jesus Dios puede hacer muchísimo más de lo que podemos imaginarnos o pedir según su poder en la iglesia en Cristo Jesús. And then it goes on to say, to him be the glory through all generations. That's what we desire. A él sea la gloria por todas las generaciones. So here's my answer. I hope sunrise will go far in 20 years. Espero que la iglesia llegue lejos en 20 años. And I believe and trust that we're going to do that. We will go far in 20 years. I hope we will by reaching out to the next generation. A generation has passed. Now there's a new generation among us. I see out there some of you, you weren't here 20 years ago. I said to one of our young ladies as we were greeting one another, you were just a twinkle in your mother's eye 20 years ago. There's a new generation here. Hay una nueva generación aquí. A new generation of disciples, a new generation of leaders, a new generation of, of churches to be planted. Hay una nueva generación de discípulos y líderes e iglesias para plantar. And that's what I see. It's time to move into the next generation. And, and I, would, I would love to be a part of that as long as God lets me. As long as God calls me. Mientras Dios me llame, I'm in. I'm in for that. I hope sunrise will go far. Espero que vaya lejos la iglesia. But more than that, much, much more than that, I really hope sunrise will go with Jesus. I will go with Jesus wherever he leads us. Que vayamos con el Señor Jesús. He's the one, you see. It's all about him. The bread of life, he came down. 
He came down from heaven and he lived the kind of life we were supposed to live but we could never live because of our sin. Él vino y llevó la vida que hubiéramos vivido por nuestro, eh, pero no podíamos por nuestro pecado. And then he died. He died the death we were supposed to die as the punishment of our sin. Él murió la muerte que hubiéramos muerto and then he rose again from the dead to give us the new life that we've always wanted, the new life we always needed but could never get for ourselves. Resucitó para darnos la nueva vida que, que, que no pudimos conseguir. And now he's poured out upon us, he's ascended and poured out upon us the Holy Spirit. Ya nos ha derramado el Espíritu Santo. And so coming to Jesus is easy because he's there through his Spirit. He's right there. Jesús está con nosotros en su Espíritu Santo. And here's the thing, he's coming back. He's coming back to restore and to unite heaven and earth, to restore his creation, to reconcile all things and to gather his people in his kingdom. That's the story that we're a part of and it's real, it's, it's live. Jesus is coming back. Jesús va a volver para restaurar las cosas y reunir el cielo y la tierra y congregar a su pueblo. And if you have not been caught up in that, If you have never trusted in Jesus, you've never come to Jesus, I hope this morning might be your opportunity. That would be a great anniversary gift for Sunrise Community Church, that you would trust in Christ. It would be a wonderful thing to see, but here's my invitation. I would like you this morning to lose your faith. Quiero que tú pierdas tu fe. Lose your faith. In yourself. The world says believe in yourself. I'm saying don't do that. No. Lose your faith in yourself. Lose your faith in your abilities. Lose your faith in your own wisdom. You lose the faith in your own past and your addictions and lose faith in your dysfunctions and lose faith in your sins and put your faith in Jesus. Come to Jesus. He's the bread of life. He's the only one that can truly feed you. Que pierdas fe en tus propias convicciones y en, en tus propias capacidades y en tus pecados y, y adicciones. Y ven a Jesús. Trust in Him. And so, you see, going with Jesus is way more important than, than how far we go by ourselves. I think that's the bottom line. Hasta donde llegamos con Jesús, más importante que a donde vamos con nosotros mismos. So I didn't know quite how to say congratulations to Sunrise. So I, um, I want to I kind of close here with some words of congratulations that I've gotten from that great classic work of literature, Oh, the Places You Will Go by Dr. Seuss. Quiero darles unas palabras del Dr. Seuss. So here it goes. Congratulations, Sunrise. Felicidades. Today is your day. Hoy es el día. You're off to great places. Van a grandes lugares. You're off and away. And when things start to happen, don't worry. Don't stew. No se preocupen cuando las cosas pasan. Just go right along with Jesus. You'll start happening too. Vayan con Jesús y tú vas a superarlas. Oh, the places you will go with Jesus. ¿A dónde irás con Jesús? Uh, you'll, you'll be on your way up. Vas a subir. You'll be seeing great sights. Vas a ver grandes cosas. You'll join the high flyers who soar on high heights. Vas a estar con los que vuelan a las alturas. Always. Only. 
ever with Jesus. Siempre con Jesús. Solo con Jesús. Please pray with me. Lord God, thank you for this day. This has been such a special day. Ha sido un día tan especial, Señor. I'm just full of gratitude and, and full of your goodness uh, that you blessed us with. Thank you. Gracias, Señor. I pray that your word would find a place in our hearts and that, Jesus, we would, we would come to you. Where else can we go? Where else will we go? Only you have the words of life. ¿A quién más iremos? Solo tú, Señor Jesús, tienes las palabras de vida. I pray that this word would sink into our hearts and lives and that it would bear fruit 30, 60, 100 times what is sown. Que esta palabra de frutos 30, 60, 100 veces lo sembrado. Thank you, Lord, for each person, and I pray that today might be for someone the beginning of a new day of going places with Jesus. Que hoy sea el comienzo de un día yendo a otros lugares con Jesús. It's in your name we pray, and all God's people say, Amen. Amen. Amen.